And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal, and this is not, I repeat, this is not a pre-recorded message. I am here in the Beat Laboratory at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, and you are listening to Upon Further Review, brought to you by our good pals at Coors Light. And if you listened to the show last week, you did get the, uh, you know, if broken, you know, it break glass if, if emergency message from me saying, hey, we're going to give you a little something, but I'm not here because my wife and I, I laid out a, uh, a bevy of options for you. And it was in labor, about to go into labor, had a baby, about to have a baby, whatever, whatever. The baby is here. He has arrived. Everyone is happy and healthy. Life is good. And I am back here in this, uh, in, my, in my comfortable seat here. It feels good to be back in the studio. It feels good to have the headset on again, to be talking Raiders football with all of you. Uh, and it's an exciting time of the year. And the reason that we are having the episode go today, today is Friday, April 21st, instead of our usual uh, cadence on Thursday, is because Dave Ziegler, uh, the general manager of the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, just wrapped up his pre-draft availability. In my opinion, this is just one man, one of the sillier availabilities the league makes you have. Because listen, everyone wants to know, what's the move at seven, Dave? What's the move? And he ain't going to tell you, nor should he. Nor should any general manager at this point in the game tip their hand less than a week out from the NFL draft. But all the same, we wanted to hear Dave, uh, Dave talk before we came in and broke things down here. So before that... Shameless plug alert, head on over to the Raiders Podcast Network. The entirety of DZ's uh, presser is there. It should be there by the time that this hits the feed. So go listen to that if you want to hear the entire uh, entire availability. I think we're just under a half an hour today, and per usual, Dave, phenomenal behind the mic. But uh, really, as we sit here, right, and I think that you know now less than officially uh, a week out from the 2023 NFL Draft, which will begin Thursday evening at 5 o'clock p.m., for those of you who are who are curious. I think now, to me, when your GM gives his availability, right, when the GM does the talk, when he has the chat leading into the draft, that, for me, is when draft week really starts, right? It's Friday afternoon. We're all going to get out of here for a little bit, but uh, now we are we are in it, right? That is the unofficial official start for me uh, of draft week, and, and I think for me now, as we get ready to kind of dive in to the 2023 NFL draft, even more than we have, this is when it starts to get real, right? This is when it starts to feel real. The energy in this building is palpable right now. You know something's coming, right? And I cannot wait to see what that, uh, that, how that takes shape, what form it arrives in in less than a week. But we have a, a lot of questions at this point, right? I think every NFL team 
has a lot of questions about what are they going to do? What's the, what's the play? What's the move? Uh, and we all will be revealed in less than a week. So as we, uh, before we really kind of dive into this and kind of take away and, and share some major, uh, you know, observations from Dave's presser earlier today, just a friendly reminder, the Raiders have 12 picks as of now. Put that once again in big, bold letters as of now. Uh, 12 picks in the 2023 NFL Draft, beginning uh, with number seven, right? So we go number seven in the first round, number 38 in round two, number 70 in round three, uh, as well as number 100, which came courtesy of the New York Giants. So uh, I don't want, I won't go through the full list for you, but 12 picks, a lot of picks. And what those picks do is provide Dave Ziegler and company a lot of flexibility, a lot of malleability, uh, the ability to go up, to go back, to do a bevy of different things, right? Uh, and so we're going to have to wait and see in just under a week what ultimately they end up doing. But when I, you know, we sat down and we heard Dave speak earlier this afternoon, you know, scribbling in my notebook of, of kind of major takeaways, things that I found interesting, et cetera, et cetera. And, and for me, if I were to kind of put it into a thesis, right? If I were writing a paper, if I was back in college and I'd say, hey, Eddie, what's the thesis? What did we learn from Dave Ziegler's availability today? For me, the biggest thing that we learned, and it might sound silly to some, but I think it's to have it vocalized from the GM like this is pretty meaningful. Raiders aren't closing the, closing the door on anything, right? Raiders are not closing the door on a quarterback at seven, on trading up, on trading back, on uh, a DB at seven. They're, they're not tr- closing the door on anything. And, and I think that that is important for a variety of reasons. One, uh, you know, with the addition of Jimmy G, I think that there's an assumption that, hey, this guy's going to be the starter. And look, the reality is, yeah, he's probably going to be your starting quarterback day one. But all the same, it is the job of the coach and the general manager. It is the job of the front office in general to not only be thinking about this year, right, to be thinking about 2023 and how the Las Vegas Raiders can put their best foot forward, how they can build the roster so that come the fall, this team can compete in the AFC West. Yes, that's one part of it. But their job is also to look to the future. Their job is also to establish a a pipeline of players, uh, a development of players that, yes, 23 is going to be great, but hopefully 24, 25, 26, et cetera, et cetera, are also going to be great. So to hear Dave Ziegler say, hey, we are not closing the door on anything. We are going to foster competition, whether that's at the quarterback position, at DB, along the offensive line, wherever it may be. That's what we're here to foster. We are here to foster that competition. We are here to encourage it. And, you know, at the end of training camp or really at the end of the preseason, hopefully they have the best 53 guys that they're going to be able to take with them through the regular season. Uh, And like we said, be competitive in a very, very good division. Uh, You know, so in addition to that, and listen, let's be honest. Quarterback is the sexiest thing in the draft, right? You know, it doesn't matter if you think you're in the market for a quarterback, if you're not in the market. Everyone wants to talk about the quarterbacks. Heck, we've talked about a lot about the quarterback since January, and for good reason, right? Uh, and so I, th- I understand the natural inclination, the natural procl- excuse me, procl- proclivity to want to talk about those dudes. And we will, and we will. I promise you that. I feel like we have. Uh, and as the draft continues, I promise you we will do more of that because, look, like a lot of you guys, I'm a fan, right? I'm excited to see what, what happens at number one. I'm excited to see where C.J. Stroud ends up. I'm excited to see who pulls the trigger and ultimately uh, adds Anthony Richardson to their roster. I'm excited for all of that. And, and I think what, what's great about the NFL is that, you know, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these moves in some way, shape, or form are going to impact the Raiders, right? Whether that's moves made in the division, whether that's moves made to teams that, this, uh, that the Silver and Black will see 
in 2023, there are a lot of things that we are going to figure out. And the draft, love it, hate it, somewhere in between. The draft is some of the best drama you will ever see. It is three days of one of the best reality shows that's going to be on television. It's going to be a blast. I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. But I think that, you know, going back to Dave Ziegler and his remarks earlier today, yeah, we talked about the quarterback, yeah, not closing the door on anything. And again, uh, we heard from Dave uh, about just his, uh, you know, his philosophical belief in the importance of versatility. He was asked about uh, Peter Skaronsky, one of the offensive linemen coming out this year, you know, from everything that we hear, a top 10 kind of guy. And, and, he, and one of the things that Dave brought up uh, was his versatility. And, and he was asked about Dylan Parham and his versatility from a year ago. And, and Dave made no bones about it. He goes, look, we like guys that can do a lot. And we've heard this from him before. This is not uh, breaking news by any stretch of the imagination. And, and so for to hear Dave kind of hammer that home again and again and again, Leads me to think that when you're looking at guys, whether it's at seven or in the second round or, you know, day three type of dudes, I think the ability to do multiple things, the ability to be multiple, the ability to check several boxes on a game day is going to be something that is very, very important for Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels as we go through draft weekend. Uh, Dave was also asked about the possibility of trading up and trading down, and, and he said it's all on the table. Everything's on the table for the Las Vegas Raiders as we get ready for the 2023 NFL Draft, as it should be. And I think for me, last year was so unique, right? It was unique in a variety of ways. One, uh, first draft for the new regime, it was DZ and Josh's first draft together. Because of the Devontae Adams trade, the Raiders did not have a first-round draft pick, so I think a lot of that excitement, that energy, that that natural fandom, what are they going to do? Who's going to walk on the stage with Commissioner and put that hat on? We didn't get that last year. Now, let's be, let's be straight. I would rather have Devontae Adams in silver and black than almost anyone in the draft last year, right? So I think that I wouldn't say the excitement was uh, a different excitement. It was just moved a little bit. It was shifted. So it was excitement for having an all-time, all-pro type player joining your offensive core as opposed to this great unknown that a draft pick is. And that's what all these guys are, right? They're great unknowns. They're gambles in the best possible way as we're here in, here in Las Vegas. It's educated guessing. Now, I think there's a lot that goes into it, certainly, and we've heard from Dave about all the things that go into it, all the research, all the, uh, all the personal uh, delving into the personal life of these guys, figuring out what makes them tick, who's going to be successful at the next level, who are these hidden gems that are going to come out in the draft. You can build a really compelling file on a guy. You can build a really compelling binder on what you think player X is going to be at the pro level. You can. But at the end of the day, we're still just trying to figure it out. Still just educated guesses in the best possible way. All that is to say, thank you, Devontae Adams, for being here. But, you know, like I said, we shift back to today. And so this draft is so much different where you do have a first-round pick. You do have a second-round pick. You have multiple third-round picks. You have 12 total, like we said at the top of the program. You got 12 picks, and what that 12 does, it lets you, it's, it's a lot of tickets into the dance, right? It gives you a lot of things you can think about, a lot of things that are now on the table for you that, say, that simply wouldn't be if you had five, six, seven picks. So, in my heart of hearts, do I think that the Raiders are going to make 12 selections next weekend? No, I do not. Also, disclaimer 
I did not ask Dave about this. I, again, am not in the personnel meetings. This is just my opinion. I don't think the Raiders make 12 selections. I just don't. I think you have all that draft capital, and it gives you the ability to move up, to move back, uh, to make some things happen for your roster and, and over, uh, over the course of that three-day span. And I'm excited to see what that is. And, and I, you know, another thing now, and, and Dave talked about it as well, uh, during his remarks today, is the importance of not overthinking, right? And, and now let, let's be honest, right? The NFL draft has become an industry, right? There are people, very smart people. Heck, we employ two of them in Bucky Brooks and, excuse me, uh, Bucky Brooks and Rhett Lewis. Shameless plug alert, go listen to the Raiders NFL draft podcast, which is, should hit your fees today as well. But the draft is now an industry. The draft is a content machine. People have entire professional careers based around evaluation, based around the draft, based on what are the Raiders going to do, what are the Bucks going to do, what are the Chiefs and what are the Panthers going to do. And it's fun. It's objectively a good thing. It gives people like me things to talk about. It gives folks like you things to watch and listen to and become more educated about the sport of football. Heck, I become more educated about the sport of football, it feels like, every draft season. But there is so much information Tons, just an infinite amount of information, an infinite amount of conversations to be had, of interviews to be conducted, of tape to look at, of stats to dissect and dissect again. And Dave said, you have to be careful of not overthinking, of trusting your analysis, of trusting your evaluation on your players, of trusting your process. And I think that's exactly what the Raiders are going to do in less than a week from now, is trust that process. Trust all the work that has been done over the past 12 months to get that draft board to where it needs to be. To trust the fact that all these conversations, these debates, these spirited chats that have occurred over the past six, seven, eight months, they were all done in a way that is going to be beneficial to this team in 2023, 2024, and beyond. Right? You have to trust that. And I think every, you know, in every interaction I've had with Dave, you know, both in the pod studio, both in our big studio and, and just, you know, kind of wandering the halls. He's given me every indication to believe that he is trusting his process, that he understands what goes into that process and why it's important. Uh, and then come draft weekend, really, it's just executing the plan, right? And I think what's great about the draft, as I said earlier, just one of the best reality TV shows out there. And so I think that there will be twists and turns and plot twists and, oh my God, who traded up for this person? And this guy went that high? And, the, and T-Mex is doing that? And that's the best part of this whole deal. But even when things are getting crazy, even when, when Schefter and, and Rappaport are doing their thing and we're, you know, we're breaking news left and right, the Raiders have to trust their process. They have to trust their process because there are holes on this roster, as there are with every team in the NFL, but there are holes on this roster that need to be, uh, need to be filled. There are things that need to be accomplished uh, over the weekend, and I have every uh, I have every intention and every bit of faith uh, that D- Dave and Josh McDaniels are going to do just that. And, and real quick, before we kind of shift to some of what we're going to be having cooking at Silver and Black Productions over the next couple of days, uh, the other thing that you know Dave Ziegler was asked really about his kind of philosophy in terms you know you hear so many different things of you know it's always best player available or it's how we have to draft for need or it's a combination of the both or yada yada yada. And Dave was asked really point blank about his philosophy. And he said, look, we're in the business of best player available. But I think that he gave a very important caveat there. I don't even know if caveat 
is the right term, but he said, we're in the best player available, or we're in the business of selecting the best player available, dot, 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 for the Raiders, right? So the best player available, you know, hypothetically, let's say there's a stud linebacker that's available, and maybe he's a perfect fit for what Patrick Graham wants to do defensively, right? But maybe that isn't the fit for a team like uh, the Bengals. Who knows, right? I'm just throwing things out there. My point is this, is that fit and understanding your personnel and what each piece, how that piece fits into the mosaic of your roster is incredibly important. So, you know, you hear from DZ and he says, hey, best player available. That Yeah, you're like, yeah, 100%. Makes sense. Even if you're stacked at defensive tackle, right? We're going to take the best defensive tackle. If he's the best guy on the board, if we've gone through our process and we look at our grades and he's the best graded guy on the board, that's what we're doing. If he fits what the Raiders need. Like I said, no shortage of intrigue coming uh, coming on Thursday night, beginning on Thursday night, really. I'm not going to wrap up until end of day Saturday, but it is going to be an absolute blast. And speaking of everything that's going to start start kicking off on Thursday, ooh, Silver and Black Productions, Raider Nation Radio, Combo Hybrid, Collabo, we're doing it again. We did it last year. We had a really good time doing it, so we're bringing it back. So real quick, uh, our radio schedule as of now, and like I don't think this is going to change, but this is our radio schedule as of now. On Thursday, we're going to be on your dial in the Raiders app from 3 to 5. That's JT the Brick, Eric Allen, and Lincoln Kennedy getting you ready for night one of the draft. They're going to be back on Friday, Friday afternoon, 2 o'clock to 4 o'clock, JT, Ian, Lincoln, the aforementioned trio, getting you once again ready for day two of the NFL draft, and I'm sure recapping day one, and then hopefully, uh, you know, talking to, excuse me, talking to whoever is going to be the newest member of the Silver and Black. And then on Saturday morning, bright and early, baby, you're stuck with me. It'll be me, Lincoln, and EA beginning at eight o'clock in the morning. Set those alarms, grab a breakfast sandwich, and hang out with us on the Raiders app as we get you ready for all things day three of the 2023 NFL draft. Like I said, it is going to be so much fun. Any day that I get to hang out with Eric Allen is a good day. My man Big Link's going to be here in the desert, also going to be fantastic. So I encourage you, like, subscribe, download uh, everywhere. Anywhere that you get your Raiders content, make sure we are going with you because it is going to be an exciting 72 hours. It is going to be uh, a 72 hours filled with, like I said, twists and turns, and we are excited to be with you guys every single step of the way. And now... Before we officially get out of here, because it is Friday afternoon, we all got things to do because it is going to be a long week coming up. We got to crack an ice cold brew chacho. And today, whoo, new baby boy in the house, nothing, uh, no short of things to celebrate. But I'm going to crack a cold one for all the nurses at the hospital. My goodness. I tell you what, you go through the, uh, you go through a, a labor, you go through a birth process, seeing, seeing a woman give birth to a baby. Whew. it's a lot. It is a lot in the best possible way. But I think the people who deserve the real, you know, they, de- they deserve more than one ice cold bruchacho or all those nurses. And my wife and I were so fortunate uh, when she delivered, gosh, about a week and a half ago, the, the team of nurses and doctors, but really the nurses in particular, uh, when we were at the hospital, were awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hard to overstate uh, just how incredible they are or how incredible they were with us, and I imagine with every other uh, family that comes through, but especially for for people like the boss and I who are going through this for the first time uh, with a lot of questions, a lot of fears, a lot of, is this normal? Is that normal? 
they were awesome. Simply incredible. Uh, my mom was a nurse, so the nursing profession, very, very close to my heart. But I tell you what, those uh, those men and women in the labor and delivery unit, excuse me, labor and delivery unit, ooh, heroes, big dogs, every single one of them. So I hope that whenever they get off work, whether that's 7 a.m. or 7 p.m., that they're able to enjoy an ice-cold bruchacho courtesy of me and the people at Coors Light because, man, they 100% deserve it. Uh, and on that note, we're out of here. Things to do this weekend, things to get ready for. Uh, a few shameless plug alerts. Once again, uh, Raiders Podcast Network for the entirety of Dave Ziegler's press conference. Uh, and then also, if you subscribe to this channel, you will also get the uh, the Raiders NFL Draft Podcast with our man Bucky Brooks and Rhett Lewis breaking all things down. And I think if I'm looking at the calendar correctly, they're going to have one more show so I guess it would be the penultimate, right? So the finale before the finale, if you will. They're going to have one more show come through early next week. We're going to look at the schedule, either be Tuesday or Wednesday. They're going to go through a final mock draft, give a few final predictions and proclamations about what the silver and black are going to do starting on Thursday. And those dudes have been such incredible assets to our, our team here at Silver and Black Productions, uh, and we cannot wait to, uh, to keep hearing their analysis and, uh, and breaking things down as we get ready for Thursday. So on that note, it is time to hit the dusty trail. Raider Nation, enjoy your weekend. Eddie Pascal, big shout-out to my man Ray behind the glass, making sure everything sounds as it should. Uh, and everyone here at Silver and Black Productions who help keep our little program afloat, who dominate all things digital content for you all. We, like I said, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the sun if you are out here in Las Vegas and get some rest because it all goes down starting next week. Uh, and, you know, at the start of the 2023 NFL Draft. And we will be with you guys every single step of the way. So we will see you soon. We will talk to you soon. And make sure you're locked in for our next episode of Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network.